This is a 980 CKNW podcast. We've been talking a lot about the ongoing protests in Burnaby, protesters against the expansion of the Trans Mountain Pipeline. But there is a group of clean technology executives also from this province and joining the fight or at least weighing in on the fight. And Dennis Connor joins us on the line now. He's a spokesperson for the group. Dennis, thanks so much for being with us. Good morning, Jill. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit, uh, because the position that you have taken or the group has taken might be different than what people think. Well, I think our position is uh, um, in line, in part, with the um, uh, people that are doing the protesting. But uh, we're taking a quite a bit longer view of how long it's and how difficult it's going to be to, in fact, uh, um, deal with the climate change issue. And we believe that... uh, uh, the protests that are going on now and the potential threat of shutting down the TMX uh, pipeline will um, completely unravel Canada's um, uh, Canada's initiatives in, in climate change. So it, will, it could likely lead to a Conservative government being elected in Alberta, Ontario, and uh, even a change at the federal level. So you want the pipeline to go ahead and that, that will keep Canada's work when it comes to climate change, it will keep it on track? Yes, exactly. The uh, the part of the a lot of the deal with Alberta uh, was uh, in return for their putting in uh, constraints, uh, carbon pricing on um, uh, their oil and gas and uh, uh, use of uh, um, fossil fuels in their in their uh, um, in the province. Part of the deal was uh, that the TMX pipeline would be built so that in fact. Um, Canada and Alberta would get uh, um, world prices for its oil rather than uh, um, uh, getting a very, very substantial discount because they're constrained to only ship to the U.S. Are you, how concerned are you? I mean, obviously, there are always protests when we're talking about resource development, when we're talking about pipelines and oils, uh, oil and tankers and such. Uh, the federal government has been very, very clear that they say this project is going ahead despite the protests. So are you concerned, though, that it won't? Um, we we do believe that the uh, federal government needs to stay the course on this, um, and uh, we we are consequently raising our voices in support of their their position that this was part of the deal. Canada should should uh, stick honor its uh, part of the deal. Um, uh, yeah, we're concerned because uh, um, people are um, uh, lining up, and uh, it could be a long hot summer. Uh, and so we, we believe that we needed to raise our voice in support of the construction of this, not saying that we don't think Canada and the world has to uh, um, reduce its fossil fuel emissions, but um, uh, blocking this pipeline is not going to uh, um, save, save the world in that, in that same way. And when you mention that, too, in Canada on the world stage when it comes to climate change, what would you say then? Because there are, there are many, many who will say, Canada's not the problem. We are not one of the big polluters. We, we, aren't, we don't contribute that much to the problem. And until the countries that do start doing more, we're taxing our residents, so we're paying all of this money, and we're not the ones that are, that are creating the, the problem. The countries that uh, do, I think you're thinking of the United States um, and uh, China and um, uh, then down the road India, uh, are uh, in their own ways doing things. The United States obviously has taken a step back with the election of Mr. Trump, but the states, uh, um, in particular California, um, 
uh, are in fact uh, continuing to maintain their uh, uh, their carbon pricing activities and and uh, asserting them against Trump and fighting back against them. China, in fact, uh, is one of the leaders, um, along with Canada, in uh, putting in place these uh, uh, carbon pricing um, uh, activities. So uh, Canada, if it stepped back, would just leave a hole in uh, uh, the initiative the world is taking here. So we believe it's very important that Canada maintain its leadership role. Uh, what kind of a response have you had uh, since uh, coming forward? I know you've, wrote, you've written a letter, I believe, to, to the Premier of this province uh, about your concerns. Got a kind note back from the Premier's office saying thank you very much and uh, that the Environmental Ministry would get in touch with us with a, with a fuller response to the letter. Um, that's pretty much all we've heard from the provincial government. Um, uh, have had uh, interest in Alberta, um, a couple of radio interviews, much as I'm doing now with you, um, and an article. But I can't say the uh, response has been overwhelming, certainly not in comparison to the coverage that's being given to the protests. Uh, do people find it odd or, or that it, that you and, and your group, which is clean technology, are in fact uh, in favor of the pipeline? Well, people people are intrigued by the uh, the um, uh, fact that we're we're standing up the way we are. Um, uh, when when you sit down and you actually talk, chat with people, and I was at dinner the other night actually with uh, a couple of people that had just gotten back from being arrested uh, for the pipeline, and we had a very uh, interesting but uh, um, a good discussion on uh, the the uh, position they're taking uh, um, and the position I'm taking. And we we left understanding each other's positions, I think. <laughs> but probably not agreeing. No, it's, it, well, it'll be interesting to see how it evolves over the course of time because I've, I've continued to uh, supply them information on the companies I work with and uh, um, why our technologies um, uh, will, in fact, uh, help to reduce these emissions. But uh, So we'll see. We'll see. And I guess there are, there are different camps, too. There are people that are very concerned about emissions. There are others as well that, that maybe that doesn't factor in as much. And it's more of what does Canada get from this pipeline expansion? It's not going to lower the price of gas here. Uh, so what is the benefit for this country? Well, the benefit is that uh, you continue to, to participate in what is going to be a declining industry, but you get your world prices for those uh, uh, for the oil that we ship, rather than getting this uh, very severely discounted price that we get from the U.S. And the U.S. continues to expand its oil production and uh, gets world prices by shipping uh, uh, to world markets because it's got access to the water. All right. Uh, interesting take, Dennis. I uh, appreciate you coming on the show this morning. We'll have to leave it there. We're out of time. But thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Jill. All right. That is Dennis Connor. He is a spokesperson for a group of clean technology uh, companies here in BC, joining the conversation, you could say, about the expansion of the Trans Mountain Pipeline. Uh- You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.